Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. All right, everybody. You're all looking good. You're looking happy. This is great. And we are want to welcome you. This is the Global Watch International Call. It's February 9th, 2022, 3 p.m. Jerusalem time. And this hour is day eight of a special initiative that we're doing called the Call to the Wall. And we are going to be doing this Call to the Wall every day at this time, 3 p.m. Jerusalem time between now and March 18th, which is the end of Purim. The theme for this week is from fear to courage. There are numerous passages in the Bible that talk about this. Joshua 1 is one of my favorites. One, I think it's nine. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And this hour is a very special hour in the week. This is being led by the Israel Watch. This hour, Karen Davis from Mount Carmel in Israel is the leader. And it is always an amazing time when we have Karen leading and we have a special guest today that Karen's gonna introduce. But first of all, let us, let us open in prayer. Actually, I'm gonna pray. Father, we just say thank you for this hour. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the Israel Watch. We bless Karen. We bless her special guest, Nicole, for this hour. We just say, Lord, that we are expecting that we're coming into this watch one way and we're leaving another way because you're going to be with us. And Lord, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible for us to be in your presence and remain the same. So Lord, our ears are open. Our eyes are open. Speak to us. Lord, we want to be in one accord and advance the kingdom today. We bless Karen for who she is, for what she's doing. We just declare your favor surrounds her like a shield. We are just saying that you're pouring out a spirit of wisdom and revelation over her, renewing her strength because she hopes in you. And we just declare that you will protect her in every way. You'll protect her physically. You'll protect her spiritually. You're hiding her in the shelter of your, uh, your wings that no harm would come to her and no destruction near her tent. We just declare that the joy of the Lord is her strength. And 2022 is going to be an amazing breakthrough year for her. In Jesus' name, Yeshua's oh. name, amen. Hallelujah, Fred. You are the ultimate encourager. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. I thank you for this theme this week, for this wonderful theme of from fear to courage, Lord. And I thank you, oh God, that you are making us bold with strength in our souls, oh God. Lord, bold with strength in our souls, oh God, to go forth, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, clothed in your righteousness and your truth, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. And verse 3, O oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. In Hebrew, we say, Igdal Adonai means let the Lord be magnified. Hallelujah. I just want to, us to, to, to 
worship the Lord with a very simple Israeli uh, Hebrew chorus that is sung in all the congregations. Igdal Adonai, Igdal Adonai, Bekirbenu means in the midst of us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, your mercies will never depart from us. Rachamecha, Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you that there's strength and beauty in your sanctuary. Lord, I pray, oh God, Lord, that your spirit would break out, oh God, within us today, oh God, even in this hour, oh God. Lord, just let your spirit rise up in us, oh God. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to throw off every heavy weight, oh God. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to run this race, oh God, with endurance. Lord, with power and joy and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Shut up. Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you, Lord, for breathing on us today. <laughs> I am filled with joy to introduce to you one of my very dear sisters, Nicole Jensensian. And uh, Nicole, I think you can wave to everybody. And uh, I just wanted to say a few words about her. Nicole immigrated to Israel about 20 years ago. She's married to an Armenian Israeli. They have three children, live in Jerusalem, and she's a journalist, a very anointed, inspired journalist. She's the news editor and the senior correspondent for All Israel News, which is a news outlet founded by Joel Rosenberg, whom I I know many of you are quite aware of. And we have been involved in a lot of, uh, there's a a lot of Zooming going on in Israel these days. (laughs) Prayer Zooms among us as Israelis, praying for the situation here. And Nicole has been, she's blessed us with really uncensored news and as she writes uh, daily for all israel news and i think she's going to post or already has posted a few links uh, even to her own articles that really are a blessing to the body worldwide and to those of us uh, here in israel she's right on the ground our our purpose in bringing all of you into the israel call is that we can bring you into the boots on the ground what's what we're experiencing in life in israel and nicole i'm I'm going to ask nicole to share for for a few minutes and then we're going to we can launch into some of the prayer points that will come forth from that okay so nicole thank you thank you karen and thank you guys for allowing me on to share it's great to be able to get the word out from jerusalem and i see there's people from all over so that's uh really exciting so i um, where we would be considered, I know it's like a bad word these days, mainstream media. So I'm not in my articles, I'm not necessarily bringing you the, the angle of what I think about the situation, but I am trying to bring you the situation and to bring it to light because I feel like a lot of the media these days is not focusing. There's, there's just, it's very one-sided. I see it all the time in, in the articles. So I always make sure that it's as much as possible that my stuff is balanced so that you can see the other side. And I'm not an alternative media site, but hopefully you can get like the full picture of what's going on. But that being said, I'm going to give you a little bit more in depth here of what is what's happening in Israel. And when Karen and I spoke this morning and I said, what should I talk about? Actually, everything is like at a standstill right now. We're in this nebulous time of nothingness. Oh, maybe the pandemic's over. 
except that there's record number of cases and infections in Israel right now. So there's a, in this time that in January, the month of January, Israel set a record for the most, in, for more infections in one month than in all of 2021. So we're only talking a country of like 9 million, 9.3 or 4 million people. And there were something over a million infections in one month compared to maybe, so now we're, we're something like at close to one third of the population has officially had COVID and the number is probably a lot higher. But it, during this time, what really was like through my mind and made it very hard to write like logical articles was that the government started throwing out all of its restrictions and people started, uh, politicians started saying this green passport, which is Israel's vaccine ID, which gets you into places like into restaurants, into gyms, stuff like that. And by the way, people who don't have one have been barred since August. So since August, if you didn't have a green passport, you didn't eat inside a restaurant. You didn't go to your gym. You didn't go to a movie theater. So it's been going on for a really long time, but it was at the height of this Omicron variant that they said, you know, doesn't work anyway. It's epidemiologically irrelevant, which it always was. But now of all the times they decided to throw it out. So that was one thing that made it to me very difficult to see the logic like that under Netanyahu, for instance, there would have been a lockdown for sure. Netanyahu was the prime minister of lockdowns. And now we're under a new leadership. And since they ran on a platform of anything but Netanyahu, they're doing anything but what he did. So they instead just, they try so hard not to lock anything, anybody down and keep the businesses open. But in any case, Israel did suffer from so many infections through so many people into quarantine. So at any given time, during January, there were about half a million people in quarantine, plus the people who couldn't go to certain businesses. So business suffered tremendously. So Israel has now, as of uh, this week, the green passport is now limited only to big events like weddings and parties, like at event halls. We have this sort of re relief and this time where we can go anywhere and have our freedom. However, this has happened before. It happened in June of last year. And so where people take it, I think it's not necessarily a time to rejoice that it's over and that it worked because the truth is, if you look at the media and if you look at what government officials are saying, they actually are doubling down on, the, or let's put it this way, they are not repentant and not admitting that there was anything wrong with that, that it was discriminatory or that it wasn't epidemiologically relevant. They continue to say it was, and they continue to go with the mindset that if you're not vaccinated, then you are in the wrong. So this is the mindset that prevails in, that is from what I can gather here in Israel. At the same time, there is still, the at, while this was happening and while the green passport was slowly getting the, the rumors started, it's going to go away and we're going to end it and this and that. At the same time, the government passed what is called the special powers law, which extends a sort of state of emergency that's not called a state of emergency until the end of the year. So while they have admitted in the highest number of infections that 
there's no need for this and we give up and we can't fight it and maybe everybody's going to get it and get herd immunity they have extended the ability to at the at their whim on a, a suspicion of a health emergency situation they can enforce yes the green passport close businesses close schools close the airport and a whole series of other powers that they gave themselves. And it doesn't need a vote before a full Knesset. And that was one of the main issues was that this is by, by just putting the power into the coalition and the cabinet who's voting on it, rather than to go for a full um, vote through the rest of the government is an issue where then you always have the ruling party making the decisions and it strips the balance of power that many governments, democratic governments are built on. So that, that is a big issue. And on that note, even though it seems like there's less to fight for these days, it happens to be that on Monday, there's on February 14th, there's going to be a convoy inspired by Canada and in support of Canada and also against the the Israeli, the special powers law with and Now the point of the protest is to repeal the special powers law. Usually, I'm sorry to say, maybe this will be different, but the protests here don't really ever draw more than 10 to 15,000 people. And that's a big one. And usually like the, the protests I've covered have been like maybe a couple thousand or 3000 I've seen, and then like a couple hundred on weekdays. So there's not, Israelis are not of this mindset. This is a very, it's a minority um, of people. And, and that may be surprising. It's surprising to me as an American who moved to Israel, I felt that Israel was going to have more chutzpah and uh, see things like an American, like more black and white, more like rights and democracy and privacy. And actually, Israelis respond like soldiers and like a people who are constantly under attack and depend on their government for everything from healthcare to bomb shelters. And to tell me when there's an attack or when there's an earthquake, what is the, what do I do? And so in some ways, I understand the mentality and, and I do see, I, I can give a lot of grace to this national effort of it's not Hamas, it's not Hezbollah, but it's it's the coronavirus and we're going to fight it. And so in that sense, I see how a lot of people have responded in this way. But it's interesting that you said your week is from fear to courage because it's, it, there is a big element of fear. And I, I believe that Israelis can also, if they could get over the fear, would also see how maybe not all government decisions are helpful and some are harmful, but we're not there yet. The other thing, just so you know, brief notes for a mass, indoor masking is everywhere in the country. If you go into a supermarket or into a mall, if schools, kids are masked all day at school, I, there are obviously different levels of enforcement. There are some people who you live very much in fear. And I have of my three kids, I have one who's exempt from math, so not an issue. The other one gets yelled at for if it's not above the nose. And the third one wears it like this all day, if that, if she's remembered to bring it and nobody says anything. So there's different levels of how people care, don't care about the enforcement. The media here and censorship is uh, not much different, let's say from, I would say the US. There's a, the, the budget for, let's put it this way, the budget for the Ministry of Health for their advertising campaign was 
higher than important medical issues. They, so the, so Ministry of Health buys advertising on all the major channels and the major channels, I think, give them a lot of free advertising. They interview the same, interview the same people. They have the same message. And even though Israel is on its fourth vaccination, they still say you, you should get vaccinated. Even though Israel is the country that found the connection between myocarditis and the vaccine, they say, but you still should get vaccinated. It is so from the medical establishment to the media establishment to the political establishment, the narrative is the same. And there is no questioning of it on the mainstream. And Finally, in terms of the COVID situation, also during this time, I was explaining of, for me, confusion of how you can get rid of all the restrictions when you have the highest number of infections ever. And they, after we've had radical lockdowns and shutting to tourism and stuff like that, the government decided on January 9th, anybody who wants to come to Israel it's open, come. <laughs> so I, it blew my mind after all the tourism always got the last consideration. But that being said, the restrictions apply that have applied since Israel reopened tourism, which is you must be vaccinated. You must be within six months of your vaccination. You have to be leaving the country before 180 days from your last vaccination. So I just met a group from Australia today and they all have had three shots and they're all still in Israel because they all got COVID in Israel, tested positive on their way out. And they have an extra week here. They were in a quarantine hotel and now they're sitting around waiting for flights because flights aren't that frequent as they used to be. But even some of them got vaccinated in December was their last shot. And they still somehow tested positive and were sick, like a little bit sick during their the last few weeks. So now I've spoken to experts in the tourism industry and I keep saying you've got the evangelical market that doesn't that aren't getting vaccinated. You have evangelicals that are and then you have the ones that aren't. And when will open to non-vaccinated or at least recovered and it's not in the cards right now. That's that's what one person told me and I haven't been able to speak with somebody at the Ministry of Tourism, but actually it's the Ministry of Health that controls it, not the Ministry of Tourism. So at this point, despite the absolute failure of this vaccine to prevent infection, clearly with the tourists I spoke with today, it doesn't matter. It's not going, that's not going to change. There is, when they were talking about the green passport, now mind you, it's not canceled. It's just loosened. So a a Knesset member, he's a minister, in housing or something had said, I would, he, he, there's a quote where he said, I would not be so quick to get rid of it entirely. After all, it's become international. And he was also referring to the European Union and the European Union is looking to extend their COVID vaccine passport until March, 2023. This stuff is, so they're still hanging on. So I just want to, just want to give you the picture of what I, what, how I see it uh, happening here. So that is the COVID stuff. I also want to just give you a little bit of geopolitical issues for the region. There's a huge scandal unfolding in Israel about a company called NSO. It's the initials of the founders, three Israeli men who were an intelligence gathering unit in the army who started this high-tech company 
that creates, uh, very simply put, they've created a spyware that goes on to, can be, you know, downloaded into somebody's device, uh, phone and different things, mostly phones, but they can download onto your phone and can track everything. So the, the purpose of the company was to track drug dealers, child uh, traffickers, and terrorists. And they have decided to only sell to government. But they also asked the Israeli government to regulate the licensing because they didn't want to do this on their own. So it's, this, it's a private company, but the Ministry of Defense in Israel is involved. So now it's it just been exploding in the past couple months and even more seriously recently that this spyware has been used by countries that bought it. After they bought it, they, they started tracking dissidents and journalists and human rights activists, political opponents. So it got misused and these things are starting to come to light. The other thing that's um, starting to come to light is that the Israeli police have been using it here against, again, political opponents, protest organizers, settlers on one side, Arabs on another side, just like across the board, it's been used apparently for Netanyahu and apparently against Netanyahu, which is to track his opponents, to track his in his trial. So it's just all across the board murky. And the thing that really got my attention is this, that potentially that this was used that the government of Israel approves sales of this spyware to countries like Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. And when that happened, suddenly Israeli planes were allowed to fly over Saudi Arabia. And suddenly we had this big historic signing in August, 2020 called the Abraham Accords. And nobody, we're not saying it's connected, but there are a lot of questions here. So I, I'm following this story and I'll put some of the uh, links in the chat so you can read about it. It's, it's basically selling spyware is the modern form of selling F-16s and M-16s. It could be very good if you want to track a terrorist and stop an attack or find a kid that's been kidnapped but it's been misused. So this is something I think that is that God is exposing. And it's not always looking good for Israel. There's always Iran in the news. And apparently Iran just announced today, like right before the call started, I saw a story that they just announced today. They have now missiles that can reach Israel and American bases in the region. So I'll get more on that later. I don't know much about it. And then the last the thing I want to mention in a geopolitical context is that U.S., the, since especially since Biden took office, he has just a different foreign policy approach. And he's basically pulling out of the not, no longer in Afghanistan, Syria, um, Iraq. The U.S. is withdrawing from a lot of places um, and even not really paying attention to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and also not as much involved in Israel as Trump was. But there's another country that's filling that void right now. And it's China has been making, quietly making these deals. China owns the port of Haifa, by the way, Karen, and uh, right, right by you. And they have a belt, it's called China's Belt and Road Initiative. And they're building oil plants, roads, railways, tunnels, airports, pipelines, power plants, telecommunications networks, all 19 countries in the region. There's just a very interesting shift in alliances going on with China on one side, 
I can't even say the U.S. on the other, but then you've got Iran and people are just, they're shifting alliances happening. We, we're, we've got to be watching what's happening on the Ukrainian border as well. And just see where, who's going to be on what side. And in that case, Israel can't take sides. But so those are, that's a general picture um, of what's going on. And that's uh, basically sums up what I was going to say. Wow. There's a whole lot to pray about here, man. Wow. I'm not sure how we even begin. Fred, Sue, do you want to comment on this before we, thank you so much, Nicole. You're welcome. First of all, we want to thank you, Nicole. And clearly, Karen, we don't want this to be a, a one-off. We, we want Nicole to be on the Global Watch on a regular basis. So we <laughs> want to say welcome to the family. We are, all of us, I think I can speak for all of us that we are so hungry for the truth. We're so hungry for real news to know how to pray. So we just, we thank you for what you're doing. And I, I in, in this is news, but in many ways, what you're reporting is not particularly surprising. It is fascinating to us, certainly from the U.S., that Israel is taking the stance that it is, given the fact that Israel was, were the ones that came up, or certainly we knew the thing about myocarditis. We, it's been all over the news that a natural immunity is anywhere we've heard reports anywhere from five to 20 times the, the immunity that you get from, from the vaccine, that, that this comes from Israel, which is amazing. And it's very credible information. And yet Israel, the Israeli really government seemingly is not even responding to that. I, I don't know if you have any insights into this, but, but it's, it's just a very interesting phenomenon. And it is certainly in the U.S. and I think uh, around the world, when Israel comes out with something that is any kind of a scientifically based statement, people pay attention because it's meaningful. Because you have so you have a whole nation, you have so many people that it's very credible. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But yet you have that on the one hand, and then on the other hand, you have this whole thing of that Israel doesn't seem to be very different from other nations in terms of clamping down on things for what doesn't seem to be scientifically based reasons. I say something about that? That is so true what you're saying. The professor, Ellie Schwartz, was came out with a very excellent study showing the effectiveness of ivermectin. And he was silenced here. He was not listened to by our Ministry of Health. And so we, it's, we cannot obtain ivermectin. I have to, I order it. I order from India. I can't get it here. And so we have the same censorship of the medical profession. It has been silenced and the agenda is the same as it's a global agenda that is affecting Israel as much as any other nation. And I think that's where this whole initiative that we're in with the uh, the call to the wall, when Dr. Ayman was sharing about the spirit of Haman, there's, there, there is a very dark force that's behind all of these things. And, mm-hmm. and it's not divorced even from what Nicole is sharing about China moving into our region. And uh, we don't see the full picture, but we sense. And this is the thing about the, those who are in the freedom convoy movement here in Israel and the protest movement, if you will, is that these are many professional Israelis, lawyers and scientists and doctors and teachers and who are just, they're aware that something is really wrong. 
Mm-hmm. And we've shared with this with all of you on previous calls. Rachel was on with us uh, recently to Rachel Bosky interacting with a lot of Israelis who, and these are the people also who, and I'm so proud of them. I, I just, I see courage. These are people who have renounced fear. They said, we're not going to be intimidated. We're not going to walk in fear. And they don't even know the Lord. They're more courageous than many people in the body, I have to say. And, and yeah, I, I think one of the prayers certainly that we can pray today is, is a, a breakthrough in the censorship. There's some little things leaking into the mainstream media now from the Israeli professors, but it's, it's, it, that's why it's, in a sense, it's a false sense of freedom because we're not out of the woods yet because that global agenda is still very much there. You know, go ahead. Okay, I just had a thought because it's not interesting because the person who discovered the myocarditis connection, I read the entire article waiting for him to say, hence, you should not take the vaccine. He didn't say it in the article. And I thought maybe that was just the reporter. A day later, I'm watching the news, that same doctor was on the news and he was, it was not about myocarditis, it was something else. And he said, he was talking about kids getting COVID. And he said, it's very rare. We don't have kids in the, EO, in the ICU for COVID. It's a very rare thing. And, but you should still get them vaccinated. And he was talking about five to 11 year olds. And I thought, wait a second, that's Dror Meverock. That's the guy who found the study. And I, so it's not just for people to be bold and to speak up, but it's like, the, how do you divide? What's the scripture about dividing, like dividing the truth? Like he came up with truth and he doesn't see the truth. So I think that would be even a great prayer because like also you pointed out, Fred, that it's the Israeli studies, they come up with these things. They came up with one I'll put in the chat about masks. Kids can't recognize faces and it's impairing their social and academic performance. But Israel is more masks than most nations. Why do we come up with this stuff and yet we don't see the very stuff we come up with? So maybe that's a, a point to pray about. Yeah, I was just going to say, Nicole, that we're in the battle for truth here. And even the elect will be deceived in the end times. And I believe this is a heralding point for the end time narrative that's unfolding before our eyes. So it's a high alert time for truth to be to be released. And I'm maybe I'm too simplistic, but as a physician, I'm thinking there is a very simple answer for this. And if you have antibodies, period, whether it doesn't matter how you get it, why do you have to go through all this rigmarole? Just take your antibody test. If you have an antibody test, you're fine. Yeah, the thing is, Sue, that we're constantly trying to make sense of this from a logical perspective. And the truth of the matter is that there is a spirit that is a, uh, it is a spirit of deception. And I think we're, I know I'm wrestling with the, the whole idea that is this really, can this really be happening that, that people are actually so deceived that they can't, that they can't, the truth is right in front of them, but they can't even see. That's, that's, that's it. I think that the answer is yes. This is what this is why we're praying. This is why we're so, having this initiative. I, I feel we, we need to pray for Nicole. She's a voice of truth. And yeah. let's launch our prayer time with that and, and move this forward. Father, I thank you for Nicole that for such a time of this, you've raised her up to be 
and Esther voice in the midst of Israel and for the nations. Father, I thank you for this open door that you've opened to us today to this voice. This is you, God, helping us as watchmen line up across the nations with the voice of truth, Lord. And I, I pray for all of us that we get out of conspiracy theories, we get out of this crap and into sound science and into the revelation of Jesus Christ, who is the healer. And I pray, Father, that there will be a news report coming out of Israel of you showing up and healings coming forth in Jesus' name. And the fear has to go in the and flight as we stand up for the truth, which you set us free, Lord. And I thank you that you are, your name is Jehovah Rohe, our healer. And I thank you, Father, that you are the God who heals us. And we can, and that truth, we can stand. And Father, I thank you for Nicole. I pray for a shield, a mighty shield, a favor to surround her. And everything that she sets her hands to prospers, that you will not silence the voice of truth out of Israel. And and in fact, it is blowing forth like a shofar through this call right now. We say that there will be breakthrough in the days ahead, breakthrough for the truth to land on people's hearts and set people free from this manipulation and control in jesus name yes and and as that we just attack team onto that in prayer we just because we're praying about partly the spirit of haman which is a spirit of it's a deceptive spirit but it's a spirit of control and we just say as we're saying every day enough is enough we will not uh, be silent in the face of this this spirit that is going forth and we will the truth will come out and, and Lord, your glory will reign. We just declare that there is going to be breakthrough that by the end of March 18th, by the end of Purim, we are going to see a shift in the nations. And we're especially going to see a shift in Israel. We just declare that right now in Yeshua's name. Susan, you know, the, the Adar, it's Aleph, Dalet, Resh, and the, the middle, Dalet, as in the Jewish tradition, is another name of God. And Susan said that the, the T is the Lord I hear. So it's Ani Adonai Ruf Echa. That is the meaning of the month of Adar. I'm the Lord, your healer. So, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And a double portion. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Esther, for that. Let's, uh, Karen, I don't know how you want to. We've got 15 minutes left. I don't know how you want to do this. We could have a few people. Yeah, just- well, let's just give you. I just wanted to pray again the words that we sang earlier, but I want to put it in really targeting what we're saying. We sang spirit breakout. So I just want to say uh, spirit of truth break out. It says break down our wall, break our walls down, break down the walls of deception. We, we just pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we release the spirit of truth upon Israel, upon our, our government, on our professionals, on the people of Israel who are under a cloud of deception and have been under a cloud of fear. Spirit of truth, break out. Let it not be stopped. We thank you, O God. We ask for this breakthrough. We proclaim a breakthrough in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Stretch forth your scepter of righteousness, O God. Oh, and tear down the walls of unrighteousness in the 
this land, oh God, the walls of deception and lies in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 And expose the falsehood like Haman, Father. Yeah. Expose the falsehood in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes. With clarity. Let's have um let's have a couple of other two or three other people just just pray into this. Just unmute yourself. I'm not gonna call on you. I would like to pray uh, for the protection for those people who stand for the truth like this doctor who spoke about the harm from the vaccine, but especially people who don't know you, Lord. I pray that they meet you supernaturally and that they get to know your protection, supernatural protection. I pray, Lord, for your protection, supernatural, to come in this hour for those people. And as we pray that fear would change to courage, I pray that uh, such people who stand for the truth will not give in to fear, will not give in to the pressure. I can imagine what kind of pressure is put on them to denounce the truth publicly. I just pray for supernatural protection for them, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. And let them get to know you, Lord. Let them get to know your supernatural protection and provision in this hour, in Jesus' name. Amen. Sushas, thank you so much. It's great to have you on the call, by the way. Thank you for your prayers. Go ahead, somebody else jump in. Lord, we just pray for we just pray for a reversal. Lord, just as in the spirit of Haman, Haman thought that he was going to be exalted and worshipped by the people, and the king changed that decree, and it was Mordecai who was exalted. Father, we ask for a reversal of those who think that their deception should be exalted among the people. And we ask as Karen prayed for a breakthrough of the Holy Spirit and that a reversal of exaltation would come to you, that people would, the people in Israel would quit depending upon the government, Father, and that they would cry out to the God of Israel. You would remove that veil, Father. They would come to the end of their strength and the end of dependency upon the government, upon the spirit of Haman, that deception would be ripped off, Lord, and you would be exalted in that nation, Lord. We pray for that reversal, Lord, in the hearts and minds of the people this day, Lord. Spirit, break out and reverse the decree. Yes, Lord, we pray. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Denise. Go ahead. Somebody else jump in. Yeah, I would like to um, mention something from a German intercessor, prophetic intercessor, that said, we're in the age of schizophrenia. And I see this as an explanation in a lot of the way people aren't able to think is, uh, about the, the truth. And Father, I just bring this before you and I ask you to pour out your spirit and deliver people from the spirit of schizophrenia in any way that it uh, is surfacing so that people can't think clearly, can't realize basic truths before their faces. I ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Ray. Amen. Go ahead. We have time for a couple more. This is Marcia in Florida. And the Lord gave me Psalm 87. And I'm going to read it in the Passion. I'm going to start in, in, verse, um, in verse 4. For the Lord says, Here are the nations who will acknowledge me as God. Egypt, Iraq, Palestine, and the Mediterranean people. Even distant Ethiopia. They will all boast. I was born in Zion. But over Zion, it was said, the mighty man was born there and he will establish it for the God most high will truly bless Jerusalem. And when he counts her citizens regarding them, 
in his registry. He will write by their names. This one was born again there. Again, and, and the princess of God's feast will sing and dance, singing every fountain of delight springs up from your life within me. And Lord, I just thank you, Father God, that your word goes out, does not return void. And we say, Father God, yes, your life springs up in, in Jerusalem. Your life springs up in the Middle East. Your life springs up in those nations where you're saying, Highway 9, holiness, Father God. Lord, you're, you are calling them forth and you are saying, come to me. In all of this, it's a, a Leviathan twisting spirit of the Lord rebuke that twisting and that lies and we thank you father but your truth i thank you for boldness for all the ecclesia in israel and throughout the middle east such boldness and strength to speak the word it says here that it's his word it's his word that breaks through so father god i thank you that your word is truth your word is life your word is liberty your word is freedom lord it's freedom the dancing and the rejoicing in the streets of jerusalem in the streets of jerusalem we just thank you for doing that now i know lord there's so much going on but father god you lord are calling forth your ones that you are going to say ah they were born right again right here and i thank you lord i just receive your word this morning and I just thank you, Lord, for your love for Israel and for the nations. Amen. Thank you, Mark. We have the, the, the void, the clarion call. Jesus said, when he came at that dark time, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So, Heavenly Father, may we who are called by your name go forth with the words of life. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. In this wicked generation, Lord, that we may go forth and share your love and be known by your love and show that the call is to repent and to come to you, that many may be saved and the, and, and the narrow way may be sought after all the more. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Karen, thank you, everybody. Karen, I'm just thinking that it, it would really be good to end this hour with, with worship. If you could do a song, but before you do, Susan, would you, do you is there some announcements or any things that you want to say before yeah is lena on the line i'd love for lena to pray into this from she heads up the armenian watch and i wanted her to connect with nicole why don't we have lena just just pray over nicole i i think yeah. Yeah. nicole you can't get too many prayers it's it's like you, you need to have a real shield around you so that you're so that you can continue to to speak forth uh the truth because it's just so such a needed commodity so, Lena, do you want to, can you unmute yourself and just pray over yeah. Nicole? Sure. Father, we bless Nicole. In your name, Lord, we bless her. We call her into her destiny. Lord, we declare that nothing will get in her way of entering in the fullness of being your messenger, your mouthpiece. Father, in Israel, Lord, we declare that a sword is in her mouth and she will cut through both joints and marrow, that she will divide up the lies from the truth, Father. We declare that her voice will be heard, that she is one who stands as a light and she has your favor. Lord, that your light will shine through her, drawing, uh, Lord, attention of people, that she will have their favor, she will have their ear, Lord. We declare the truth will go out and will 
pierce through the darkness and set people free, Jesus. In your power, in your authority, Lord, she will walk uh, and be like an open book that people will read, they will see, and they will be delivered in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Go ahead. I want to call Israel into her calling, into her purposes, Jesus, that her wealth, her intelligence will not be stolen. It will not be used by darkness, Lord God, that she will wake up to her calling and she will serve her God and not the kingdom of darkness. We declare over you, Israel, you are set apart. You are not one of the millions. You're not one of all the nations. You are set apart to be a uh, a voice for your God, for Jehovah, you are, your wealth, your intelligence will serve his kingdom and nothing else. Your, his glory in you will not be stolen and used for darkness in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, Fred, 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 I want to call attention to a note here that this convoy is due to arrive at the Knesset on Monday at 12 noon. So we need to be praying over this situation, that the voice of truth would uh, rise up out of Israel. I, I think this could actually turn the course of nations. The immunologist, the article I just that I posted yesterday, it's now, I, it, the link doesn't work. I don't know what's happened. It's been taken off, but it's just ridiculous. This is, this is nonsense. Again, enough is enough. This is what, this is what the part of the theme for this whole time. So uh, Karen, we're, uh, yes. we're, yeah. we're calling on you. We're, we're gonna we're gonna pray a, a divine um, covering over Nicole and re- reporters, journalists like her, that the voice of truth is gonna come out of the media and uh, Israel is going to be the way maker in this. I won't be overwhelmed to see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom to know just what to do. And I will love you. And I will love you, Lord, my rock. Forever, all my days, I will love forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are our strength of God and our shield and our rock forever. Hallelujah. Lord, you are our wisdom and you are our joy. Hallelujah. Um, I just um, would like to, um, if you could get your communion elements. Karen, the anointing comes across so strong. If you could just keep playing. Sure, yeah. As we go do a, a closing communion here. Yeah. So getting your elements ready. I Mary Faust, I don't know if you're still available or on the line, but we would love to have you lead us in communion if you can do that. If you're available, can you Mary, can you just unmute yourself and just tell us? Great. So let's go into communion. Father, we thank you for the blood of your son. We thank you for the body of Yeshua. Father, we thank you for the bread that has come down from heaven for our sustenance, for our nurture, for our healing. 
that today, Father, you are bringing us back together. You are bringing us and re remembering us through the body of your son, Yeshua. And so today we declare healing that comes and the nurture and the nourishment that comes through the body of your son, Yeshua. We take and we eat. Thank you, Father. And we take the cup of the new covenant, the blood of your son that is eternal, that produces life, that regenerates, that replenishes, that heals, the blood of mercy that, that still speaks of mercy today. We thank you, Father, that through the blood of your son, we find healing, we find life, and all that partake of it. Father, that we find freedom through the sound of mercy, the sound of your blood, as it touches us in a fresh new way. Father, we thank you and we honor your son. Amen. 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 Thank you. Karen, is there anything that you want to add? You can have the last word. And, and Karen, actually, I would like you to close us off in prayer, if you would. But, but just some comments that you have before that you close us off. Lord, I just thank you, oh God. I thank you, Lord, for the calling on the people of Israel, oh God, calling on this nation, oh God. And Lord, somebody prayed earlier that that, that destiny and calling would not be stolen. So, Lord, I thank you, oh God. I thank you, O oh God, for revealing yourself, O oh God, as the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you all for those who are shaken from their normal comforts in this nation, Lord God, that you would shine your light upon this nation. Ha'er panecha Adonai, ana Adonai Ushiana, ana Adonai Hatzlechana. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that Israel would sh throw off the shackles, oh God, throw off the bondage, oh God, of fear. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that our people are even taking courage, Lord, from the Canadians. My heart is so much for the Canadians right now. I also just want to pray a, plus, a special blessing of protection over all the freedom convoys all across the nation of Canada, oh God, that you would, Lord, this is a critical hour, how that's going to go, Lord. We pray, oh God, for mercy, Lord, and the courage that you've given to them that has sparked over to us here in Israel, oh God, Lord. We pray, oh God, for an overturning of the plots of the spirit of Haman, oh God, Shatavashata, to kill, steal, and destroy, oh God. You have come to give us life, life more abundantly, oh God. Hallelujah. We proclaim your life, Lord. All God's people said, Amen. Everybody on the